You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Glad you're here with us. If you're new to the podcast, glad you found us. We only have today. Tomorrow you wake up in Georgia place. So we're glad to be here with you. Uh, if you're old the podcast, podcast glad you're back one more time with us and hopefully from here on out uh we love interacting with you guys all the time love hearing back from you um and that's why daniel and i did this we started this podcast to be for fans by fans nothing more nothing less we are not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination that is correct uh that's what the podcast is all about it's all about real fans with real takes uh that's all that we're trying to be so uh you've been warned hopefully you're in the right place um, if you're a Georgia fan, we think that you are. That's why we started this podcast. So we would love to hear from you. If you are a Georgia fan, especially, uh, email us lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at dogs podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you're new, we're here five days a week, Monday through Friday, as Clint said. And if, uh, you have been around for a while and you enjoy the podcast, you could really help us out by uh, just leaving us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Um, that is helpful to us. Uh, yeah, but we're glad that you're here. As Clint said, uh, we're it's it's Friday. So Come on. Come on. now's the time. I don't know what time of day you're listening to this. Uh, if it's in the morning, just... doesn't matter. Don't doesn't go matter to work time. today. Yep. Don't, if it's the afternoon, well, I mean... you. you the Rewatch the Auburn is, game. Time is short, all right? Get your buckets together, mm-hmm. okay? Get your head space cleared. Plan out all of your food for the next 24 hours because uh, the things are about to get real. Oh, yeah. We're about to play the University of Tennessee That's right. in a football game at 3.30 on CBS. Um, you're going to have to listen to, to Gary talk. Gosh, uh, I can't wait till Monday when we're talking about Gary again. Gary, welcome to the podcast. It's been too long. Actually, no, it hasn't. It's been too short. No, it's been way too short, Gary. Um, uh, Clint, what are we talking about today? Uh, Daniel, this is one of our favorite episodes that we do during the season. It is fact or fiction. We're going to propose a couple things. We're going to ask each other if it is fact or fiction. So a statement will be read or you know, conveyed to some degree. Uh, and then we're going to give our takes if it is, in fact, fictional not true or it is it is a fact it is true. i'm sorry if it's in fact fictional if it is <laughs> a fact or if it is in fact fictional you are being so clear <laughs> hey look 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 if if i don't if i don't know a thing or two about a thing or two okay if mama didn't teach me grammar there's no there's no reason to point it out right now on the podcast okay well uh, Fact or fiction, if it is true or false, um, one of these things is not like the other. I don't know my grammar. Um, so, Daniel, let's start with this. Much has been made of UGA's defense. As we know, it is elite. It is incredible. Uh, last game against Auburn, it felt like, no, not only did it feel like, it was factually proven that we were rushing Bo Nix on half his dropbacks. Just every single time that kid went back to pass, it was a coin flip if he was going to have a big old animal in his face or not. Daniel. Uh, That's correct. Okay. This that is in fact factual. That is in fact factual. Mm -hmm. Um, Literally factual. Mm, Uh, Thanks, Trevor. Thanks, Trevor. So 
Daniel, this week we play what many are suspecting is a much better offensive line, not marginally better. We, he doesn't. They, there's not a defensive tackle playing offensive tackle for them now. This, there's no offensive line in the SEC that's worse. So. Okay, good. So will we have? This is the statement. We will have a QB pressure on 33 percent of Garantuano's dropbacks. Not 33%. Uh, okay. Of, of the dropbacks. Of the dropbacks. So 33% of dropbacks. I think that's fact, Clint. I think this, I think this QB pressure is real that, uh, Georgia is putting on quarterbacks. We, we're on record as saying that the QB sack is a pretty overrated statistic, but the yes. QB pressure is a pretty underrated statistic because, um, uh, the way offenses are run these days, the way offensive coordinators call plays, the way that the field is spread out these days, often uh, the more athletic the quarterback gets, the harder the quarterback is to get to the ground. But when you put that quarterback under pressure, Clint, people perform differently when you put them under pressure. Kirby was asked in his press conference earlier in the week, why do you blitz? And he said, because people do dumb stuff when you pressure them. So it's the same thing at your work, probably. People do dumb stuff when they're under pressure. If you were on a conference call and someone just started running from the hallway down at you, you would say stupid things on your conference call. Jared, Jerry Tino is the same way as your coworker. That's right. He, he does dumb stuff when he is pressured, and I believe that um, we have the athletes to put pressure on him. So... Yeah, thirty-three percent of his drawbacks. That's a pretty high number, but I expected to. I expected to be somewhere around there. Jarrett Geronimo will be running around on one, if not more, if not more than one out of three, thirty-three percent or more. Daniel, this is a stone cold fact. The reason we have this pressure, the reason that we're so freaking good, is again the hockey line switches that we do. The reason why no single player is is bemoaning this fact, the reason that Nolan Smith is going to get scout team reps because he wants to get better, the reason why they love this is because they come in fresh, they come in with scheme, they come in blazing out of a cannon, Daniel, and they're going to get theirs. If you don't think after this year, can you just imagine how many of these defensive linemen and outside linebackers are going to be drafted in the first three rounds in the next couple of years, Daniel? It's, it's insane. It's absolutely mind-blowing insane how many people Kirby's getting paid by the system. So yeah, it's a stone cold fact that that's going to happen. Lock that up. Another stone cold fact, Daniel, is that you and I have tasted Built Bar Go. And it's a new new product that's line right. for Built Bar. Built Go, I believe. The peanut butter honey is the best flavor. There's no need to talk to me about what the best flavor is because it is the peanut butter honey. Uh, <clears throat> this is it's it is a packet of protein and energy. And it's it's simple intention is just to push you through your wall. I had I took one to work with me. I was working outside, uh, pretty long day. I had uh, had brought a lunch, but ate ate lunch and then you know you get that after lunch. Oh gosh, wall. it's real, Clint. It starts to go downhill. The wall starts coming, and then uh, had that thing, and yeah, it's simply simply put, it's protein, it's energy. And it just is there to help you power through. Um, so it's got vitamin B. It's, it gives you five plus hours of energy with no crash. 
Uh, it is the simple solution to break through whatever wall is in front of you. Maybe it is work, maybe it's working out, maybe it is uh, a little snack on the go, uh, maybe it is just to get through that last meeting that you have this week before the Georgia game this weekend. Uh, comes in several different flavors: chocolate, coconut. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a there's a mint that's like a thin mint type oh, it's, flavor. It's exactly like uh, a thin mint. The peanut butter honey is, uh, I've told you, the best. You go to BillBar.com right now, and you go to the Built Go section, and you enter the promo code LOCKED. That's the promo code, Clint? The locked. promo code is LOCKED. And you are going to get 30% off your order of Built Go. 30% off of however many of these boxes you order. Um, uh, you will love it. They taste great, just like Bill Bars. Uh, and they will help you power through whatever wall you are facing. All right, Daniel, more fact or fiction coming at you. And let me make this statement. I'll be first off the tee okay. box to answer it. All right, let's go. Stetson Bennett, Reginald the Fourth. Stetson Reginald Bennett the Fourth. Put some respect on it. Please do all of you from here on out. Um, if I if look, I, I get it. You get go dog shout as you shout go dogs back, but you start throwing up a V with one hand and and just putting up a, a one with the other, you know, doing some Roman numeral gang signs out there. People better yep. know what we're talking about, okay? It's uh, not, so, I'm thinking about, by the way, having a son, naming him after myself. Just so I can be one step closer to someone in my family being able to be the fourth after Stetson, after Stetson Cumberbatch Bennett. That's exactly the right. The fourth. That, the fourth. Thank you for adding that. The Earl of Duke's sandwiches. Um, Stetson Bennett will not throw more than two interceptions in any game this year, Daniel. Fact or fiction? Stetson Bennett, the fourth, will not throw more than two interceptions in any one game this year. And I'll start. Uh, this is a fact, Daniel. This is why he's there. Okay. This is why he's out there. If you don't get why Stetson won't do that one, he is scared to death, uh, that he is going to lose the stranglehold on this starting job if he does that. Like, it, if Kirby, if you didn't understand from game one, Kirby is done. Like, Kirby's done pandering. Real, real quick, where's Stetson Bennett right now, Clint, as we record this podcast? Where's he at? Uh, some practice field. Some he's studying. Room. Yeah, he's watching tape. He's doing stuff. Like, that's not any time of your day or night. Just ask yourself the question, where's Stetson Bennett at right now? Yep, he's he's getting reps in. He's he's looking at film. He's Yeah, that's not. Stetson Bennett will not throw more than two interceptions, two or more interceptions this entire year, because that's what he's so good at. He is so good at eluding pressure, getting outside, throwing it away, making smart decision, not forcing something in there, not being scared to take a sack, and not being stupid. He is cool and calm under pressure. Now, when you throw interceptions is when you're not cool and calm and you misread things. That's when you throw interceptions, Daniel. You can you can throw an errant ball. You can throw an underthrown or an overthrown ball. Sure. Right, whatever. Yeah, where you, where you get into trouble is where you misread coverages or you're you're rattled. Stetson has shown us he don't get rattled, and he it, reads it defenses like very well. So, fact. I'll say this: down there on the goal line against Auburn, he dang near threw an interception on consecutive passes. Okay, he it was close. It was close. He threw it over to the right. He threw it over to the right sideline. I believe it was a Jorge. Mm-hmm. And he missed him by about a full body width. 
Wrong. Um, wrong shoulder. Wrong guy. Uh, in fact, if the defender had been one step closer, he would have caught that ball and been running out of the end zone. It, would, uh, it was, Jorge, it was Jorge would have yard. murdered him from yeah. behind. But uh, and then on the next play, it wasn't almost an interception. That is a, a, a gross exaggeration. But he threw that ball to Kieris that the Auburn defensive back made a tremendous play, diving to get a finger, uh, a hand on it. But he threw into some pretty – he throws into tight windows, Clint. He's not, afraid He's not afraid to put the ball in tight windows. When you throw the ball into tight windows, the ball can get tipped. The ball goes up in the air. Anything can happen. Um, so it's not like he's not going to throw any interceptions this year. No. But I agree. Two interceptions in a game. He's just not that kind of quarterback. He's not that risk-reward type of quarterback. He's He is steady Eddie. He's high completion percentage. You realize in the Auburn game, this is not the question, but you realize in the Auburn game that he missed his first five passes mm-hmm. in that game, Clint. Mm-hmm. Hey, he had a couple drops, but he had a couple bad throws. He, you remember he overthrew um, a seam route on the first drive oh, and just man. airmailed it down the field. He missed. It was actually technically not. He he had a completion in there, but it was the shuttle pass to George Pickens, the little, mm-hmm. just a little pop pass, uh, kind of a jet sweep motion. But uh, I don't count that as a completion. I know the stats do, but uh, his first four uh, real throws, he missed every single one of them, and then he came back and was exceptionally accurate after that. He's just an accurate quarterback. I don't expect. Uh, two interceptions in a game this year. Over under f- four and a half interceptions on the season for Stetson Bennett. I'm gonna go under, Daniel. I mean, we're da- wow. we're we're dang near a quarter of the way through the season, and he has zero. He he does have zero. But competition not it's, at an all time high. No. Uh, hey, one more fact or fiction coming up. All right, last one. Fact or fiction. Jorge, if you don't know who Jorge, Jorge. is, if you're new to the podcast, uh, we affectionately call George Pickens Jorge because uh, a, a name, uh, George Pickens just doesn't do the justice what this man does on the field. It's, it's freakish what he does. Um, yeah, listen, nicknames are a part of the show. Nicknames. If you ask haven't caught Padre- Ask Podrigo Blankenship. Ask Jorge Pickens. Ask Brock Vandelay of right. Vandelay Industries. That's right. Um, Jorge has a lot of touchdowns compared to the amount of receptions that he has total. The ratio is a little skewed comparatively to other players. Okay. Okay. Um, Will Jorge Pickens have 20% or more of his catches for a touchdown this week? So will 20% or more of Jorge's catches this week be for touchdowns? At some point this season, defensive coordinators are going to realize (laughs) that Stetson... That Stetson uh, Reginald Bennett the fourth mm-hmm. 
is fine throwing it to other people. <laughs> and those other people are pretty dang good. That's right. And so they have to stop rolling the defense completely over the top of Jorge Pickens. Now, when Jorge's one-on-one, I mean, Kirk Herbstreet knows. When Jorge's one-on-one, you throw him the ball, and when you throw him the ball, he scores touchdowns. Good things happen. So at some point this season, Jorge's going to start having a greater quantity of catches. That's right. Right? That's right. Um, right now, Jorge is kind of the, you know, you get down in the like on the goal line, it's hard to double team a guy. You 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 can't do that. You're it's exposed very, the, very, the middle of the field. Exactly. It's very hard to double team a guy down there. So, uh, you can't roll the safety over the top when there's only ten yards to work with on That's the field. Right. So it, it makes sense that he gets more catch, catches down at the goal line. I, I think. At some point, he's going to start getting more and more catches through throughout the course of the offense, not just down there. But I don't know that it's going to be this week. That's right. I still think that Jeremy Pruitt and the brain trust, and I use the word brain in heavy quotation marks, I still think that Jeremy Pruitt and the brain trust are going to believe that they shouldn't let Jorge Pickens beat them and then you're going to see the likes of Kiaris Jackson and Jermaine Burton and Darnell Washington and uh, you know, we John need to, Fitzpatrick. We need to talk more about Burton playing high-level leverage downs in games. Oh, it's games. very it, obvious. Burton, Who's the third-best wide receiver? I was just going to say. I, I don't think it's, it's a question. It's very obvious. Burton it's is the third-best wide receiver on this team. It's not close. I'm sorry, uh, D Rob, but you're no. just—it's not—it's not close. No, you're not it's showing not. anything. Uh, uh, Marcus Roseme, Jack Saint. I only expect to be getting more and more snaps, and we will be talking about him yeah. in upcoming episodes yeah. of three, this podcast. Three B is Roseme. He's mm. he's right mm. there. It's three A and three B yeah. with those guys. Uh, just so we understand the statistical analysis, Jorge has six catches on the year, two of them for touchdowns, Daniel. So right now he is eclipsing that mark of that 20%. And I think this week, yeah, if he's going to catch balls, they're going to be for touchdowns. He might have three more catches and a touchdown uh, for 60 yards in this game. I can see that happening. Sure. Very, very easily. So I will say fact as well. Uh, hey, that does it for this week of Locked on Bulldogs. Glad you were able to join us. Get your buckets. Get your food right. Tomorrow is game day. CBS. Get ready for it. We'll be back on Monday to recap everything. Talk about the stupid things Gary said. And talk about, hopefully, the stomping that UGA put down on the Vols. We're not concerned about it. But we are very excited to watch it go down. Always. Always. Uh, we will see you guys on Monday. See ya.